There's a force within you, within all of us, and when we tap into it, not even rain can steal our thunder. In fact, Mother Nature becomes an ally, a trusted co-conspirator, to help bring the outside in and let what's inside you out. What in the weather are you waiting for? Be a force of nature, the Weather Channel app. This is Teachable Moments with April podcast, and you guessed it, I'm your host, April. If you're a returning listener and a part of the Teachable Moments with April podcast family, welcome back. For those who are checking me out for the first time, well, hello and welcome. To everyone listening, be encouraged and look for the Teachable Moments that are all around us. Enjoy. from their husbands from husbandrevolution.com Dear Lord, I pray that you would use me today to show my wife how valuable she is not just to you but also to me and to our children and to our friends and family. She's a world changer and is definitely being used by you to bless others because of her many have new hope. Because of her, our children know safety. Because of her, I know love. Thank you for her God. In Jesus' name, amen. Today's content is from Christianity.com. We're going to be looking at another uh, topic um, about marriage. Um, One of the questions is, is it true what God has joined, let no one separate? By Heather Riggleman. And this was done March 16, 2021. And Heather is also our Crosswalk.com contributing writer. So I know I, the reason why I'm doing some of this content is I, it hasn't uh, been lost on me that a lot of, of you who listen are interested in this type of content um, in regards to marriage and relationships and more so um, the Bible stance on it. So I have been listening. I have been looking to see what episodes are more listened to than others. And so I'm a little late (laughs) in the delivery, but I definitely have been paying attention. Okay, so the question again for this particular article, is it true what God has joined? Let no one separate. The beauty of a covenant marriage is in keeping Christ at the center. Okay, so this article goes on to say, Those first few hours in the hospital were trying for my husband. My medical team realized I had a brain infection. But it would be weeks, if not months, to find out if the damage was lasting. Between the knife-searing migraines and the inability to sit up or even walk, was scary. And the worst part, I had lost my peripheral vision and the ability to communicate. Now, as a writer and speaker, words were my life. It was how I earned a living and contributed to our finances. But the scariest part was whether or not Chris would be married to a shell of a woman of who I once was. We aren't the first couple to realize the weight of our words when we married. 
We stood before God, family, and friends to promise to each other and to God what God has joined. Let no one separate. In the months that followed, I regained my sight, walking, and communication. It's scary to think what the outcome might have been had my doctors not been able to help me. I pitied my husband who took care of me during that time. He was patient and loving in his long suffering of helping me recover. But this is the kind of love we promised each other. This is the kind of love that sees the good, the bad, and the ugly and still says, I love you before God and others. Now, what does what God has joined let no one separate mean? The command, what God has joined together, let no man or let no one separate, refers to marriage and divorce. It is from Jesus' teaching on marriage and divorce. It is found in Mark 10, verses 1 through 12, and Matthew 19, 1 through 12. In Jesus' time, marriage wasn't for love, although I'm sure many couples who married were in love. Marriage for women in those days was for survival. If a woman was not married, she was at the mercy of her father. And those who did marry were at the mercy of their husbands. It was reasonable in those days for men to say their wives no longer pleased them and they had the right to divorce. Men could divorce if a woman was not sexually appealing, if she cheated, or if she could produce, or she couldn't in this case, a male heir. On one occasion, the Pharisees intended to trip Jesus up in his teachings. They asked Jesus if it is legitimate for a man to divorce his wife. Now, Jesus fundamentally answered no. You've likely heard this phrase a lot before, but what exactly does God bring together? And what is a marriage covenant? And how do we define that? Let's explore these two questions in lieu of the statement, what God has joined, let no man pull asunder or let no one separate. What has God brought together? Let's look at that first. Haven't you read, he replied, that at the beginning the Creator made them male and female and said for this reason a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife and the two will become one flesh. So they are no longer two but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. Matthew 19 verses 4 and 6, 4 through 6. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female. He created them, Genesis 1:27. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife, and they shall become one flesh, Genesis 2:24. The Pharisees were looking for a way to divorce their wives because it was allowed under the old law of Moses. Now, Jesus agreed that Moses allowed this, but he also pointed out that the allowance was made due to hardness of heart, found in Matthew 19.8. He then reiterated that divorce was never God's original plan. The only time divorce should happen is due to a husband or wife cheating and refuses to repent. Divorce is also acceptable if a spouse is physically abusive. No individual should ever stay in an abusive marriage. 
Now, let's look at the question of what is a marriage covenant? In biblical times, a covenant between God and his people holds great significance. It creates the foundation of how God interacts with people. A covenant marriage is a binding contract set before the Lord and your partner. It is a lifelong commitment, a joining of two individuals that become one flesh for a lifetime. It cannot be broken, and over time, the bonds of marriage grow stronger. The ideal of sickness and in health to love and to cherish becomes more meaningful. This is because the phrase, what God has joined, remember, let no one separate, means a couple's commitment to each other isn't dependent on circumstances. It is dependent on when God chooses to take one of them home. It means that marriage comes from God, and therefore people should not end a marriage. Other passages that support this phrase and verse includes this one, found in Ecclesiastics 4.12. Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. Now imagine the imagery of a cord of three strands. A branded cord is much harder to pull apart than a braid made of two. Think of God as that third strand in a relationship. Now in Ephesians 4, 2 and 3, it says, Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. Now, this is one that's one of my favorites. This is my own commentary. (laughs) Okay, and it's from 1 Corinthians 13, verses 4 through 8. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, it always trusts, it always hopes, it always perseveres. Love never fails, but where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. And then we look at Colossians 3.14. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Then we have Ephesians 5.25. For husbands, this means love your wives, just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her. Ephesians 525, right? The beauty of a covenant marriage is that if done well in keeping Christ at the center, and we talked about this in another episode, the couple will leave a blueprint for marriage that will last for generations to come. Both the husband and wife make sacrifices to grow together as they make prayer, scripture, and love the foundation of their lives. They find a way to work through differences, to forgive, to respect each other, and draw near to each other, forsaking all others to put each other first. When we commit to a covenant marriage, we are joining together our hearts, our flesh, and our lives in a supernatural way that only God can truly orchestrate. Christ takes marriage very seriously, and so should we.
Son of God. Loving Father, thank you for sending Jesus to come as our perfect example of a godly man, a man who demonstrated that godly living means to walk in spirit and in truth, in submission to the Holy Spirit, and in obedience to you, his Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, amen. TV technology is always changing it for the better. More must-see stories, more can't-miss moments, but all that choice makes it harder to stand out and easier to get lost. More of what you love across all of TV, so you're unmissable for the entire streamer's journey. From power on to purchase complete, can't-miss moments where TV starts, show-stopping control where TV happens. Breakthrough Connections, where TV engages. Welcome to Roku. You were just listening to Teachable Moments with April Podcast. I truly hope you enjoyed this episode. We invite you to stay connected with us on the other social media platforms of ours, which is TikTok, Pinterest, Instagram, Threads, and YouTube. Also, we'd like to invite you to check out our official podcast landing page on podpage.com slash teachable moments with April to see all our content in one place and leave personal messages, feedback and more.